This is the best ever. The very best. The very best. I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you. Are you from somewhere. You two are the grooviest guys I've ever met. <laughs> this is the Red Beers Podcast. This is Red Beard forever. There's only one. Oh, Recording. Shane, Good we're morning. Back. We're here. Good morning. Good morning. I, I haven't I haven't seen you since November. I know. <laughs> I know. That's the I last know. time we recorded a podcast. I can't, was I can't believe it. I cannot believe that. I know. It's... Uh, I, Honestly, it was. I think it was just a, a really busy December for both. Yeah. Of us. When when did you fly out? Um, well, in relation to the podcast, that no one is bad. <laughs> uh, no, it was um, December twentieth. I flew back to Ireland. December twentieth. Well, it all works out because I got sick the first week of December. Not right. COVID. Strep throat. Everyone. Strep. And uh, yeah, didn't really uh, feel up to chatting on the old podcast. And then, yeah, yeah things true. have been moving. Then you went away. Yeah, right? I went away. I was only gone for I was only gone for six days, though. That was the thing. Other other things happened. Unfortunately, yeah. we Shabby's family dog kind of took a turn when we got back from Ireland, and uh, unfortunately, she had to be put down. Um, God rest her soul. Yeah. Um, a couple of days after we got back, um, so you know we were kind of dealing with that and stuff when we got back. So what I wasn't really in the you know, chipper podcasty mood. Yeah. Not that I don't enjoy talking to you, of course, Stephen. That's but, you what know. you just said. You just said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we we have seen each other because we do actually We're work co-workers again, which is We're nice. Co-worker. I think yeah, we talked about that yeah. I think on the last podcast. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so what was what was your start date? Did you start in December? December si- yeah, December 6th. Can you believe oh, that? So I so I guess we haven't talked about now that you're officially yeah. my coworker yeah. again. Thank God. Thank God. I, was... I got to ride your coattails. I got to ride your yeah, coattails. Was... So, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. It's, oh. very, it's a very, it's a very large, but small industry in Vancouver yeah. construction. Yeah. Um, but it's no, it's great. It's great to have, um, it's great to have some friendly faces come over from, from the old company. That's, yep. for, that's for sure. And uh, go somewhere where, you know, you feel appreciated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It is. It's, it's, it's nice. It's a good change. It's a good change. And you're enjoying, you're enjoying it so far. Very much, very much. Excellent, yep. excellent. Happy, happy to hear it. Happy to hear it. I'm glad the the words I passed on to you are are holding truthful. We we've had Christmas. Yeah, we've did, had New did Year's. Did it feel? Did it had New is... Year's? I did. We'll get into it. I was going to say my question to you was going to like, did you feel like you really had like it was the Christmas vibe this year? You know, well, with COVID and the last couple of years, it kind of you know everyone's been like, oh, you know, it's not a real Christmas or whatever. This, uh, this one was, it was good for me. I had like a family Christmas. So it was, it was definitely okay. smaller, but I think it hurt a lot of people. Cause I think a lot of people were expecting the back to normal Christmas. Right. And then our good buddy, the Omicron came oh. and just disaster. And now, which I'm, I want to talk to you about it because okay, yep. I don't understand a lot of what's going on and I'm willing I'm to admit you. it because they, they seem to be pushing back on a lot of things. Restaurants are now getting restricted. Theaters went back to restricted. Schools didn't start right away. They pushed it a week. You know, masks are now mandatory everywhere again. And it's like, but, and then I keep hearing it's a lesser, like the one, if you get it, it's not as severe. Like you don't, no one's dying from it, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I'm not really understanding what, what's going on. And now 
I got the notice for my booster shot. Mm -hmm. And now I have my both shots and I have my QR code because I'm a government number now. And it says I'm vaccinated. But if I don't get the booster shot, which I don't really see why, because the only real reason, and this is just me talking, I only got the shot. So I didn't have to wear the mask and this thing could be over with. So I could go out to a nice meal and, you know, give you a big hug and do stuff like that. And now it just seems like a big waste of time and nothing's changing. So I don't know if I'm going to get the booster shot. And am I now that if I don't get it, am I still vaccinated? Is my validation on my little green check mark that everyone checks when I go somewhere valid still? Tell me how you really feel, Steve. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I feel the frustration. And I'm not, and I'm not like an anti-vaxxer or anything like that. And it oh, also know, bugs yeah. me a little bit that they call it a vaccine because a traditional vaccine has a little bit of the disease, if you so will, in right. the vaccine. So you're giving your body a little bit of it to fight it off, to build immunity. This is not that. Like the flu shot. Is exactly. It, that's, 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 yeah. yeah. So is that actually the, um, maybe you don't notice, is that actually part of definition of a vaccination is that it always contains a part yes. of that virus or disease. Okay. Yes. So how do you, how do you feel about it? I feel like we're almost through this fucking COVID thing. It doesn't I feel it, like, you know, this is the last wave potentially, and it's less detrimental, which means kind of like, have we, you know, think of it like a boss in a video game, you know, have we got through those two first levels, you know, just took two years, 2019, 2020, Oh, three levels, I guess. 2021. Mm -hmm. You know, we're through three levels of it now. Are we at the part where it's now at its weakest? And, you know, we just got to hang in there, get these booster shots, be one of the sheep and get the booster shot just so that we can go to restaurants and all that sort of stuff. So the the I don't know the answer to your question, whether if you refuse to get the booster shot, would you still be, you know, would your um, QR code still get you into restaurants and theaters and stuff like that? I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure the government website would probably clarify that because I'm sure there's a lot of people who are more cognizant of getting this booster shot. I'm still riding the train like I'm one of the sheep just fucking if if this is what I have to do to fucking move on with my life let's just fucking do it like yeah I know um, but where does it end how do you know this booster shot is the end are you going to get another booster shot after that well I get well I guess maybe that's my opinion because I'm kind of like we're almost toward the end here maybe that's because you know my opinion is that does it, does it feel like opinion, it does it feel like it to you that we're almost at the end because our offices and work staff, we're going back to the scanning in every morning. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know. It feels like we're but going feel, backwards to me. But I mean, there's less people in hospital. So there's less deaths. You know, the symptoms are very mild. People are just getting headaches. And now I, my understanding is that the average population, the, the symptoms are just mild. I don't know if there is. That's what I've heard. I, I don't even know how they can tell the difference between whatever that other one is, the Delta Delta. to the, I almost said WestJet (laughs) to the, (laughs) to the the Omicron. Like, how can you tell? I don't know. Laboratories, Steve, science, science, Science. geology. So I think rocks, rocks, (laughs) biology. Hey, they're all scientists, but they're all biology. I'll ask my, my friend back home. He actually works in a laboratory. Oh, wow. Yeah, he does. He does. He's uh, he's a scientist, mad scientist. No, so I I think because the symptoms are mild, people aren't dying. 
there's less con- it's weird because there's less concern about it from I feel from a government standpoint yes they are man- you know they brought in a whole bunch of mandates however they're not like I don't know they're not really talking about it as if it's an emergency anymore oh, I think it's, it's falling uh, on deaf ears I, I think it's, it's well I feel that too yeah it's changing so rapidly because from my understanding like there's no masks for children under 11 right and now now they're shots get your shot get your shot get your shot and I was like I don't know I don't know we don't know enough about the long really like residual side effects I don't know yeah I mean if I if I had the choice to get it and to not get it then I probably wouldn't get. Well, I guess everyone has the choice, but I mean, if it's going to come with a do whole they? bunch of let's r- talk about that. Do they have the choice? Because Quebec is now taxing people that aren't getting shots. Really? Yes. I did not know that as of when. Is that last recent? week? This week? last week, the I want to say prime minister, but I don't think that's what they're called. They is uh, that a is that first and second shots vaccinations or boosters or no? That's if you're not registered, I believe, for your second shot. Right. Then you're going to get a fine. What? Yeah. Wow. I did not hear that. So yeah. That's so they haven't. Dis- well, there's a whole bunch of things going on because he hasn't disclosed an actual amount. He's just right. and their health safety minister in Quebec resigned. Uh, and then right after okay. he resigned, he made an announcement saying that they're going to tax people that have not been vaccinated. Right. Okay. Okay. Nice burp, by the way. Did you like uh, that? I know I was yeah, trying to be serious and then I burped. So, it was toast so and, and scrambled eggs. If anyone was oh, your breakfast, nice. Yeah, nice. Was, I yeah. haven't even had breakfast. Oh god! No. But I have. I have got a walk in this morning. Have you? I did. I did. Good I for you. A jolly old walk. Have you listened to Doctor Robert Malone's podcast with Joe Rogan? I think so. He's the guy who uh, was the inventor of the M- mRNA vaccine. Hmm. Maybe I haven't then. It was on December 31st. I encourage everyone to go and listen to it. I found it's a very long, it's about a three hour podcast. I found the first hour and a half to probably be the best, the the best part of it. They tend to talk about the, the largest chunk of it. But basically, long story short, he's a doctor who was involved in the invention of the mRNA vaccine. And basically, he's been silenced on Twitter for sharing his opinions well his opinions and beliefs and he is probably the most qualified person in the world to talk about the COVID-19 vaccination Twitter is silencing him and he's actually launched uh, launched a lawsuit against them because Twitter is supposed to be free speech Mm -hmm. they haven't told him why they've shadow banned him or whatever it's called or um, he's temporarily banned he basically he's vaccinated so he's not an anti-vaxxer yep everything that he talks about debunks a whole lot of stuff that we all thought was just set in stone solid Mm -hmm. stuff do you remember do you remember how i told you i don't know if i talked about it on the podcast where actually you know what i probably won't mention that now now that i think about it i probably won't mention that just in case yeah i want to mention any names Um, fair enough but yeah, so really good podcast. I recommend everyone go listen to it. It's not going to turn you into an anti-vaxxer. I've listened to it. You've heard my opinion. Just a lot of the stuff about, about a lot of those kind of types of medicines out there that Joe Rogan was promoting, you know, that oh, yeah, yeah, COVID yeah. and stuff like that. This doctor himself was like pretty much like saying, yeah, it's been proven. I've taken it and you can beat COVID by taking this medicine. 
I think what is he? So what's the the kind of the main thing here is that he understands. I think I have heard a little bit of it because I from like clips and stuff because he seems to be like he's not an anti-vaxxer. He just is proving that there's the vaccine is not the only solution to curing. And and yeah, exactly. And he doesn't say it outright, but basically just saying like that the vaccines are like basically a money-making fucking racket for the pharmaceuticals, for the government, and to boost the economies again. He's put this into perspective for everyone listening as well. He is the type of doctor who would like sit in a room with the leader, UN leaders and provide them with scientific data and advice and results and, and recommendations on what to do he was involved in like when you know when there was the major SARS outbreak he was like mm-hmm. the main he was like the main man involved in the back and now he's silenced on Twitter and now he's been silenced for sharing his opinions not telling anyone they shouldn't do yeah, anything yeah. and blah, blah blah sharing his opinions on Twitter he do, he goes he goes in depth about it on on the Rogan podcast just go and listen go and listen to it everybody like you know I I encourage you um it'll open up your eyes I feel a little bit I I went to Ireland and you know how was it there? It kind of the same, pretty much the same uh, as hey, it, Shane. That Shane, it, as it is just, here. just going to stop you right now. How long have we been doing this podcast for? Uh, a while now. Okay, we have. Year, now two. I know you know this, but I need you to talk into the mic. It's literally there. You about go. F- five there centimeters you go. from my from now. My strong. There I'm you go. My coffee is. I know. I know. But I just need you. The listeners, sorry. they want to hear you. Okay. Yeah, the listeners don't give a shit about my coffee. That's uh, anyway. Sorry, Ireland. Go restrictions. Um, Ar- so Ireland was, I think, the Omicron had hit Ireland kind of a bit a bit earlier than it had here in Vancouver. So they were kind of already into like pubs, nightclubs were closed. Mm-hmm. Pubs pubs were closing at eight o'clock. Oh, I bet that irritated a bunch of people. I'm not too sure if there. To be honest, I can't remember off the top of my head. No, sorry, there was there was indoor dining, but only you know six per table or one household, that sort of thing. So very much the same as it is here now in Vancouver. You know, show your QR code if you want to go into a restaurant or yeah. whatever, or a bar or pub. Like when when we were there over Christmas, we we didn't even venture out that much. Well, sorry, we did go outside, but I mean, we didn't go to any pubs or anything like that, which is which is actually very strange. That's like typically what we would do over Christmas. But I guess a lot of people as well, like a lot of my buddies were kind of being very responsible and just being like, ah, you know, I'm looking out for my parents. You know, I want to spend Christmas Mm -hmm. with my parents, you know, so, you know, let's, let's forego the usual Christmas pints or whatever. So we, we just had a fantastic amount of family time and my brother was down from, from Dublin with his family. And um, it was actually an amazing trip. Like it was, it was really good because the kids are a bit older now as well. And, you know, we had Santa Claus as well in my parents' house um, on Christmas, on Christmas day with oh, yeah. my nephew, niece and nephew. So that was, that was really good. Um, and you had Chris Santa Claus in your house yep. as well this, I did. this year. I did. That's yep. awesome. I was That's a good awesome. boy. Very good. Very good. <laughs> what did you get? What did you get? Oh, I got the best thing on earth. Tell us. I got the best the, thing on earth. I got the over 6,000 piece Harry Potter castle Lego set. There is list, there's listeners at home right now just freaking out. Been like, no way. He <laughs> fucking did. No way. That's the best thing in the world. No. <laughs> It's it's literally, I believe, in the top five biggest Lego sets. Oh, really? Yeah. So how many? Six I think it's, I think it's pieces. Yeah, it's six eighty something like that. Six hundred six thousand eight hundred 
I think, but it's, it's like size wise, once it's built, I mean, it's in the yeah. top five. I think it's fifth. Wow. Well, what else is in the top five? The, the Coliseum is I mm-hmm. think number one, the Titanic. Okay. Uh, and there's another one in there. Probably Empire State or something like that. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Um, have you started it? No. Okay. I'm scared. Okay. I know it. you had you had some other Lego projects. On yeah, before, I like. did Seinfeld, the set of Seinfeld. You Finished sent me a photo of that. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So it is on the. It's the next to start. How many? I uh, do you know how many um, hours approximately? Because I think oh, don't I don't they know say that's like on the in the Oh no! Oh, I'll look. I've never looked for that. Like hours. I of... think you. Can, I think you can Google it because um, I think the the NASA space shuttle or something I read like that is supposed to be like. I don't know, like 125 hours or something. Good lord. To build. Yeah, I know, but seem, that seems like a very long time. Yeah. So that's great. That's yeah. great. Did you I didn't trouble flying? I didn't get, trouble flying back? Uh no, I tell you what, actually, myself and Shabby were a little pissed off when we arrived into Cork Airport um in Ireland. So we flew again via Amsterdam. No troubles in Amsterdam this time, thank thankfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We flew via Amsterdam and usually we'd fly into Dublin, spend a night or two with my brother and then go down to Cork where my parents' house is. But um, we just thought because we were only going for such a short time that we'd fly directly into Cork. And I'm like, my parents are 20 minutes away from the airport, 15 even. Ooh, that five minutes really makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so uh, we were a bit pissed off when we landed in Cork because like, like, in fairness, we needed, they brought in uh, restrictions in Ireland that you needed a PCR test to get in there, just like you do Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada has had that for the longest time. Ireland only introduced it not that long ago. So we were like, okay, you know, we got to book a PCR test here in Canada. So we went to Life Labs and got our test and blah, blah, blah. It's like 200 bucks each or something like that. We didn't even get asked for proof of a negative test or proof of vaccination when we arrived in Cork Airport. It was Is just it like random? Pass- passport. Nope. Nope. Didn't hear any. Like, I could hear people who were, because, like, it's Cork Airport. There was only one flight landing at a time. It's a pretty quiet airport. Is it? Oh, it's smaller. And, uh, oh, it's a, oh, yeah. It's a much, much. Dublin. Dublin's the main airport oh. in Ireland. Cork is, Cork is small, but, like, it wouldn't be. They they take a lot of international flights, but not a not a lot of um like kind of large Boeing planes. Mm. Um, like you wouldn't be able to get a flight to like New York from there or Vancouver. Like usually, it's European destinations. So when you fly, do you fly like to Dublin and then Dublin to Cork, or is that too close to even fly? Sorry, my ignorance. I have no idea. I literally at the start of my spiel, I literally just said we'd usually fly into Dublin and then drive down to Cork. Okay. Um, no, but you can you can fly from you can fly Cork to Dublin. It's yep. like a 35, 40 minute flight. But you see, it's more expensive to fly into Cork because it's a smaller airport and I guess yeah. the, the landing charges are, are for airlines are um, more expensive. But usually it's it's nice um it's nice for us to fly into Dublin as well because you get to stay with my brother and Dub and his family for a couple of days and and the same kind of when when we go to leave. Um but as I said, just because we went for a short period of time, it was just easier to fly into Cork. And you know, I was asleep in my in my bed fucking an hour after we landed pretty much like oh, so, nice um yeah which was great but as i said we were we were fucking pissed off that like nobody asked us for did however they did ask us in vancouver did we have uh, a negative test and they asked they asked it or they asked us there for it however when we get to ireland You're- they didn't compare that to coming back to canada they checked our 
proof of negative test and vaccination at Cork Airport. They checked it in Amsterdam when we checked because we had to check it for some reason. They couldn't print our boarding pass in Cork for Amsterdam to Vancouver. So KLM checked it when we got our boarding pass in Amsterdam. And then we had to go through a border check in Amsterdam, the one that refused me last time. Mm-hmm. So that was three times it got checked. And then when we landed in Vancouver, they were also checking it and they were randomly testing. So we got randomly for- testing. Yeah, randomly, random PCR tests. So we got we got asked for four times on the way back, and we only got asked for once on the way to Ireland. And like when we when we landed and we met my parents and, and my brother and his wife and kids at the airport, um, I was like, no wonder the fucking COVID numbers are so high. They're not even fucking asking for proof of fucking vaccine or yeah. proof of vaccination or your test result when when you land here. So yeah, actually, so yeah, have so a, we're a bit I, pissed off. I bet you Go were. On. That's a lot of work to just not do it, but at least you had well, it just in case, well, right? Yeah, well, it was at the end. And of the you're day, doing your due it, diligence. It was peace of mind knowing that we weren't carrying it as well, like you know, coming to Ireland and staying with my parents and stuff. Because we did say to them a couple of days before, and you know, we know things are pretty bad in Ireland. You know, if you don't want us to come and travel, you know, let us know and we'll just cancel our flights. I feel like you know. your mom will never say that. Yeah, my brother was just like, "I'll see you on fucking Tuesday." Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you're rocking on death's door. <laughs> Exactly. That seems like exactly. your family. I don't know them, but it, from you talking, that's what it seems like. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly what they were like. Yeah. They were just like, nah, stop being a pussy. Man. Yeah. I actually, um, uh, when we get into the news, I actually have an article regarding that exact same thing. Which, sorry? The COVID and flying. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I will say we were no problems with like people on the plane and stuff like that, but there was a gentleman when the plane was quite empty we flew back on the 27th so and i was actually surprised i was like there's going to be nobody flying the airports were fucking packed amsterdam oh, yeah. was fucking nuts well everyone's doing what you're doing i know yeah <laughs> here we are thinking we're, well yeah. we had to like obviously we had shia our puppy and you know it was staying with shabby's mum and you know especially when someone's on their on their christmas holidays as well you don't want to like you know have have them look after oh, of course. the entire time they're on their their holidays we, we you know we're greatly appreciative of her looking after shy for a couple of days but you know we we would have extended our trip other ways if we if we didn't have shaya um and she wasn't so young so that was the reason we also went for a short period of time but um yeah i don't know where i was going with that anyway <laughs> oh no it's good thought. It's good. But, like, um, how did how was the flight with the mask full time? Oh, sorry, sorry. I do know where I was going. I was, I was telling you. Yeah, you were no, saying you're irritated with the gentleman on the plane, is what you said. No, no, I I wasn't irritated with him. But oh. um, flying flying with a mask on a plane like was fine. I did it again in October, sure. When I went back to Ireland, what do you October. think about this though? No, I, not I, with a beard. Uh, honestly, I I was telling Shab before well, before we or while we were flying Cork to back to Vancouver, I said I should have shaved beforehand because the mask just constantly rubbing on your on your face. It does it does get very annoying. Um, it bugs me even I, going to the grocery store. To be honest with you, the what thirty oh, minutes really? here in a, oh, I can't well, stand it. Well, you do have quite the bush. Yeah. No. Huh? Huh? But um. Huh? But uh. <laughs> But I was what I was gonna say was there was a gentleman and he um at the start before we took off he was like moving around a lot of seats like there was a lot of empty seats on the plane and he was moving around I was kind of going what the fuck is this guy doing that's what you need and, the guy um, touching everything I know <laughs> and then eventually he settled down in a spot I was kind of I was kind of watching him throughout the flight and 
a lot of the time he would like he was it was either coming down or his mask was like coming down and just like over his mouth like i don't understand people that do that like just me either just fucking cover your fucking face you dumbass yeah and uh like when you sneeze do you just cover your mouth yeah i know it's so stupid I know. It's weird. <laughs> um but I, I could see, I could tell he was probably like an anxious flyer or something like that. Like his legs were going fucking 90 and oh. he was like, he was sweating Fidgety. a lot as well. And yeah, he was, was he a little fidgety. hungover. Was he a little hungover? Maybe I've seen those guys on the plane and they are struggling. He didn't look, he didn't look hungover. Uh. But, and then at one point in time, he actually had two masks on. He had one kind of covering this part of his face and one covering like, the top from his mouth to his nose to his eyes anyway long story short throughout the flight i could see this woman who was sitting like maybe three four seats in front of me she was definitely a car she was definitely a karen oh really she called the um she called the the hostess or um what do you call them is it a hostess? flight attendant flight attendant that's a hostess that's the that's Um, the new term is it all oh, hostess is the new term they're making it fancier well isn't yeah. there because you can't decipher between a man and a woman now oh host, host a flight host, attendant oh, yeah. flight okay. attendant okay you're okay. saying hostess okay flight, flight, attendant. flight attendant my apologies <laughs> she called the uh attendant and um yeah good i i didn't hear exactly what she said um but it basically was about that dude and the mask constantly coming down and the flight attendant said it to the man and he was like oh yeah sorry sorry and he put it back up straight away or whatever and i noticed him like probably two minutes later just took it right down yeah i was just gone that's it, it kind of annoyed me it's kind of like yeah i could see that but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but i don't know steve I'm, and i'm just thinking about this now again i don't know if it annoyed me because everyone else was complying with the rules or if it annoyed me because he posed the danger to me you know yeah. what i mean oh uh, yeah I'm not too sure in the mo- in the moment it was probably because if I'm wearing my fucking mask for this entire fucking flight, you can fucking do it as well. Do you so, think it, do you think it's odd that everyone still has to wear masks after all the hoops you have to jump through with proving you don't have covid? Well, the thing is uh, you can pick up covid from the time you get your test to the time you fly, right? Uh, you can pick it up and carry it, right? Cuz it's 72 hours from you have to take your test 72 hours uh, before your arrival time, oh. um, which was actually a challenge for us because um, we flew out the 27th. Everywhere was closed on the 25th. So we had to pay a little bit extra, get our test done on the 26th and try and get our results same Is day that- because we also flew out at 6 a.m. on the 27th. So we needed to get our results on the 26th. So... Is that uh, is that Ireland's rules the seventy two hours or is that Canada rules seventy two hours? That's Canada Canada rules. In, yeah, because I know. Ireland, Bo- Go ahead. I was going in Ireland. It's seventy two hours before your departure time. In Canada, yeah. it's seventy two hours relative to your arrival time. Yeah, because the states just changed it to twenty four hours before your uh, takeoff time. Yeah, and there was we we had some fear that um, Ireland was going to actually change their regulations from seventy two to twenty four. And then our um, PCR test here in Vancouver is non-refundable. Of course, they're all non-refundable, of course. of course. And you can't even change the day. So I was going to be like, oh, fuck, you know, that's probably $400 down the drain. Now, if, if Ireland changed it to 24 hours. And there was talks of Canada potentially changing it to 24 hours as well, which really would have fucking 
Actually, yeah. no, sorry. Sorry, it would have worked out for us, actually. Sorry, my apologies. We got our test done on Christmas Eve, not the 26th. My apologies. We got it done on Christmas Eve. I told a lie. Um, <laughs> we got it done on the 20th. Sorry, we, that, was, that was it. There was only certain places open on the 26th, and they weren't doing rap or 12-hour turnarounds for the results. They were only doing 24 hours, so we had to book it for Christmas Eve, and it just worked out that it was 72 hours. But if they had changed it to the 24 hours, then we would have been fucked because we, we couldn't have got a test back in time. Everywhere was closed on Christmas Day. And then on St. Stephen's Day or Boxing Day, as it's known here, we couldn't get a 12-hour turnaround test. So anyway, long story short, all the effort was well worth it because we had an amazing time at home. My parents like threw us an engagement party and stuff. Nice. And, yeah, all, That's all awesome. the family were there. We had like um, really just like really, really good family time. And it was really nice to have all the kids around and stuff. I actually really saw, I saw one of my buddies for... I saw sorry I met one of my buddies for coffee one day myself and Shabby that was on Christmas Eve and then I met another buddy for 10 minutes on Christmas Day he dropped down a bottle of champagne to our house classy Didn't on say, Christmas Day good yeah, on him classy yeah, move was, shout out Simon and Aaron of course his lovely wife and uh the both of them dropped yeah so we, we didn't see anyone else um it, it was good that I had been back in October and I had seen all of my buddies then and spent like ample time with them um but just with the six days it was just like we really underestimated how much time we had at home you know because we wanted to do Christmasy oh, things yeah. as well it wasn't it wasn't the it was Shab's first time in Ireland for Christmas but it wasn't the it was a you know, amazing Christmas with the family, but it wasn't like the usual Christmas we'd have, you know, where we I'd be out in the pub every night with the lads yeah, and partying yeah, yeah. and stuff. But regardless, it was an amazing trip. So um, did you get up to anything like really Christmassy um, over the holiday period? Did no, you guys very, like- uh, very traditional here. We decorated the house. Yeah. We mm-hmm. did Christmas lights on the outside. We, oh, nice. we got a real tree and decorated oh, that. Yeah. So just okay. real traditional stuff here. We did a whole Christmas dinner. Do you need me to get my mom on WhatsApp, you know, regarding Christmas trees or anything like that? Or No, not yet. Not yet. But I keep her in my back pocket. <laughs> okay. As yeah. an option. You know what I mean? It's the same. You do remember what I'm referring to. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Well, I won that. I've grown. How could I forget it? Yeah. It made you me did. feel fantastic. <laughs> I, w- I won that. I yeah. It, as it was a competition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Should we but, get uh, on to the news? Well, I was just going to say, it was interesting coming from Ireland back to Vancouver when it was plus 15 in Ireland. Oh, and then yeah. I came back to Vancouver and it was fucking minus 10. I'm surprised you didn't get sick. Um, yeah, that's true. Actually. A lot of actually, a lot of guys, do, or everyone, not just guys, get sick when the dr- yeah. drastic temperature changes. I'm not fucking everyone, Steve. You're not. You're no. a machine. Oh, you're forgetting I used to work up north in minus 40, just where you did, you know? You're yeah. you're one of the same, one yep. of the same. Shabby did actually have, we thought she had um, COVID a couple of days after, two days after we got back. She was just like, woke up, uh, sorry, um, moving away from the mic. mic. Um, she woke up and she just like had all the symptoms. We were like, oh, that's okay, scary. got to go get PCR tested and all that sort of stuff. 
and they sent her away with an antigen test. They were like, oh, no, sorry, the lineup is two hours long. Just take this antigen test, go home and, you know, take the test. Thankfully, it was negative. So I think she was just feeling run down from the travel. But yeah. um, I'm probably from the change in temperature, as you said. But it was fucking snowmageddon yeah. back here oh, when we God. came back. We only got rid of it, like, what are we? We're three weeks on now. And no, four, nearly yeah, they're three weeks, three, four weeks. It, it snowed on Christmas Day, right? That's when it started. Yep. Yep. A white Christmas. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. It is very cool. We don't get those very often. Exactly. And then it lasted till maybe like the tail end of our mid this week. It kind of, yeah. we got some rain. We got yeah, an we atmospheric got... river. Yeah. On, uh, on... <laughs> fuck. I can't believe that. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's fucking crazy. I don't know. People need to take this climate change uh, more seriously. Because uh, oh, the, the, the atmospheric river that happened, because, yeah, I went to the new site on Wednesday and it was nice. just pissing. Uh, yeah, so all the snow left. And uh, did you hear about this uh, underwater oh. volcano? My God, a tsunami is wo- coming to Port Hardy. Like it's I, fucking coming. I, I, woke, I woke up yesterday morning to um, multiple i've got multiple weather apps on my phone just for like photography yeah. and stuff and yeah. all of them i had a whole bunch of alerts been like tsunami on the way to hit bc i was like tsunami on i know the way to bc i had I to reread like, it i was like I was that like, does not sound like canada's weather <laughs> i was like why don't we have like an official bc you know the the federal warning where your phone actually bleeps and stuff you know regardless if it's on silent or whatever crazy underwater volcano underwater this volcano is, off this tonga is, this is how I know that the news is fucked. I'm watching global news Saturday morning. Okay. Right. Nice cup of coffee, sitting on the couch in my shorts, have my slippers on, cross my legs. I'm relaxed. Okay. The news is talking about a woman who knitted hats for kangaroos. And on the bottom, it says breaking news, tsunami coming to hit the Western borders of Canada. And we're discussing knitted toques for kangaroos in alberta where can i get one of these knitted toques <laughs> i don't know it was horrendous i'm like this Does is she do, do them for dogs as well or well this is the story shane uh they were originally for cats but oh, the cats didn't she, like them how did she get into kangaroos oh because uh, the cats she, don't, like she them? donated them to the zoo i think how adorable. It's not something we need to talk about, okay? How I'm just telling you. Did, how adorable did the kangaroos look with they, toques on? They look good, but I'm sure they weren't happy. Animals don't like to be tied holes. Was, yes. there, was there holes yes. for the ears? Okay. Oh, I didn't okay. bring this up for you to like the toques. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, the the tsunami is, you said the tsunami is coming for Port Hardy. The, I read the, yeah, it was, Port Hardy. The warnings, were, the warnings were lifted as of uh, three o'clock yesterday. Just, oh. you know. So I guess the kangaroo toques were valid. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the... what about the seawall? You're from Vancouver. What about the, the seawall tornado thing? Did you see that asphalt ripping up and people still trying to jog through it? Oh, that was that was uh, when we had the atmospheric river last week when just like, I guess there was just stormy weather. And then there was because of the snow melt, there was lots of water draining into the sea. The waters were just like ferocious and like, yeah, people can be so fucking stupid. It's just like, (laughs) we're, we're closing the seawall because you know, it's a danger to, to you, you know, the people who would walk the seawall for people who are not from Vancouver, the seawall is like a really long stretch of walk around the city though. 
that's very a touristy. touristy. Yeah, it goes around Stanley Park. Well, like yeah, yeah but there's parts of the seawall that aren't touristy mm. because it mm. is so long. Um, but yeah. it's like hundreds, probably hundreds, thousands of people use the seawall every day. It's I don't know how many kilometers long. It's probably forty kilometers long. Oh, we're gonna close this off for your safety. No, my jog, my morning jog is more important. Is yeah. more important. I'm just gonna I'm gonna ignore. You know where you the, close the off. construction fences there. and everything they've put on. They're just hiking around. I'm like, my god! Yes. And then they'll Idiots. fucking sue the city or something for falling down and breaking their ankle. Oh, this some, um, but this uh, this tsunami. The warning had was in place for four zones, including Haida Gwaii, the central coast, uh, north, the northeast and outer west coast of Vancouver Island. Provincial Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth said the risk was limited to increased tidal currents and cautioned residents in at-risk areas to stay away from beaches, shorelines, and marinas. In I love how it says, in nearby Tonga. This was a Canadian article I took this with. In nearby <laughs> Tonga. Tonga is not near. It's quite far, but I know tsunami-wise, it's probably close and doesn't matter in relation to a tsunami. You, but let me say, ask you this. In nearby Tonga. Well, did you what? know where Tonga was before you read this article? I actually article? did, yeah, because um, Tonga... I, did, I didn't either look it up. They have a rugby team and they're actually like oh. uh, Tonga, Fiji and Samoa have like, and yeah. they're, they're Aboriginal as well. So they all have hackers just like New Zealand. So I've kind of yeah. known where oh, those yeah. islands are for the longest time. So you hadn't, you hadn't no, heard I, of it before? I, 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 did, I didn't, not Tonga. But gotcha. I, I defer to Tonga. I just didn't know where it was. Right, right. Big men over I there. I believe it. If it's near Big Samoa, men. I bet. Yeah. Samoa yeah. and Fiji, yeah. all like, you look at those, Monsters, those the men. You look at the dudes. men on those rugby teams, they yeah. are enormous. Yeah. Enormous. It said here that the, the eruption cut the internet to Tonga, leaving friends and family members around the world still anxiously trying to get in touch to figure out if there were any injuries and the extent of the damage. The tsunami waves caused damage to boats as far away as New Zealand and Santa Cruz, California, but did not appear to cause any widespread damage. Satellite images captured uh, by a company show how drastically the volcano had shaped the area, creating a growing island off of Tonga. The surface area of the island appears to have expanded by nearly 45% due to the ashfall. Holy. Yep. That's crazy. So, so Steve, let me ask you this. You get awoken three o'clock in the morning. Tsunami warning in fucking Langley, right? Yep. Langley, the most fucking flat inner land paradise paradise that's what they call it it's paradise it's okay to say it's okay to say pandora's pandora's box (laughs) so like knowing the tsunami is on the way knowing that your rate of survival is probably 50 50 what's like what's the last thing you're doing are you grabbing your cat are you you know grabbing your lego sets are you you know just you know Uh, unfortunately i'm leaving one out yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go hide in the bathroom and uh, clear my uh, my conscience. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna call up call up uh, your parents and tell them everything. Oh yeah, that I'm definitely done. going there. I'm gonna see it happened. Yeah, I'm gonna pack my cat up, yep. pack the family up, and then I'm gonna go to my mom and dad's in Kamloops, and then I'm gonna get stuck in the traffic. Yeah, that's the thing. You see, that's the thing. Do you know where to go? F- are you a sheep? Do you follow the people? Everyone's going to start heading for higher ground or head in. Yeah, but that's smart. Know. That's not a sheep. That's smart. I think we should buy a helicopter. We definitely should. 
Redbeard's you helicopter? Know? Yeah, if we had a helicopter stored somewhere, and then you know we could just like have a, an emergency protocol. Well, you you should just keep it because there. you're at higher elevations. You got to come yeah. save me. However, and and I guess you know what? Yeah, but you'd have probably have a harder time driving here, would you? Yeah, I think Every, so. Everyone, everyone you know, would be coming to the mountains. You, exactly. You know? And you think I'm gonna make it past the bridges? Are you oh, sending me on a devil's route? So maybe you get a boat and then get in the <laughs> you know what? river. I got it. You just, you're a genius. I'm going to buy us boat and I'm just going to put it on blocks in my driveway. And then when the water comes, we're just going to be sitting in it and I'm flying away. Bro, Steve's, <laughs> Steve's Ark. That's right. Forget Noah's Ark. It's <laughs> Steve's right. Ark. That's right. Steve's Ark. You're bringing two of every fucking. Yeah. I only have one cat. So it is what it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah so that was that was kind of crazy to uh to wake up to yesterday yeah bit, bit kind of bit anticlimactic get it yeah i guess <laughs> hey i guess guess what i got over christmas well i we i feel like this was like our christmas present to ourselves we got what, another um, dog no no not another dog no we got a we invested in a dyson vacuum did you yes yeah. and guess what it's got a freaking laser on it does it? It's got a, it's got a laser. I'm t- to all of the wives or Sweet. ladies out there, if you're trying to get your husband or your boyfriend or just your roommate to fucking do housework, just get, like get something with a laser on it. I've been vacuuming fucking every day since <laughs> we've got this fucking thing. And let me tell you, like we used to have a core, a cord vacuum, you know, you drag that fucker around the place all the time. You're having to switch plugs no and stuff. Now we're wireless. We're wireless. Damn. We're wireless. You're high society. Uh, it's got a laser and the laser shines on the floor and shows up all the all the dirt and the dust that you don't uh that you don't oh, see with I'm your, excited. With I love naked that. Eye. And and it's it tells you like it it actually has this like bar chart as you vacuum and it tells you like what particles it's picking up. So whether it's like mainly God dust damn. or if it's pet hair or whatever, it's it can analyze fancy. if it's dander or pet hair or food yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Exactly. God, that's cool. Very cool. So I'm just saying out there, you know, does any girlfriends, wives listen? Just get get your husband something with a fucking laser on it. Where (laughs) whether it's a fucking air fryer or a fucking I don't know, like a a dishwasher with a laser. I don't know. Just fucking yeah, yeah. So uh, wow, that is sweet. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Gonna 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 just say that. Pretty cool. I'm jealous. Okay, let's go through the news. Alec okay. Baldwin update. Oh, you do have an update. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Good. So Alec Baldwin has thanked his supporters for sending him the best wishes as he tries to get through a tough time following the shooting of a set. Uh, sorry, of a shooting on set of the Ross movie. So this guy has posted a new video on Christmas Eve, just thanking everyone because he's feeling depressed. Alec Baldwin, you're talking yeah. about. I was yeah. like, good God, how pretentious can you be, man? Nobody cares about you. Yeah, and he's true. now, and it came out that he didn't pull the trigger, but he cocked the gun and then it released and fired the bullet, which is the same thing. That's what a trigger does. Oh, we're getting really into the semantics. Don't yeah. Right? Is there any more? Yeah, it says in the new video posted <laughs> on Friday, <laughs> December 24th, the 63-year-old actor wished everyone happy holidays and said, not a day goes by that he doesn't think of the death of the cinematographer. I was like, Which I believe. I believe that. I mean, I don't know. He just makes everything about him. It's not about him. 
Yeah, I think maybe the grieving portion has kind of surpassed him now, and maybe he's just kind of like, now I need to protect my career and my family and yeah. my livelihood, you know? Yeah. Well, honestly, I think Justin Bieber's going to do that from now on, pal. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Batow. <laughs> good Canadian kid to the um, rescue. Is he a good Canadian kid, though? He's a, he? Canadian, he's a Canadian kid. I heard, he, I heard he's a dick. I don't know. The, the me, Yeah, the media have it out for him. I'm pretty, like, they... They yeah. think that he beat he beat well not he beats but he's abusive towards yeah. his. I've heard that's what I've heard. Chabi um, only told me the other day actually that uh, Justin Bieber married Haley Bieber like four months after he broke up with Selena Gomez or something like that. It's, uh, it's, it's quick. It's quick. Yeah, that is quick. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, no, sorry. Go ahead. I was done with Alec Baldwin. He hasn't done anything. He last the last podcast he lawyered up, but I haven't heard anything. It's in investigations right now, so not a lot of news is coming out. Gotcha. I was just I was just gonna say, um, kind of in relation to TV and movies and stuff like that. Netflix price of Netflix has gone up again, baby. Yeah, gone what is up it now? again? Um, so I only saw I actually only saw this last night. We have Netflix, so um, but I thought I would let everybody know. Yeah. Um, so it says here the standard plan, which allows for two simultaneous streams, now costs fifteen forty nine per month, wow. up from thirteen ninety nine. That's in the states, and then prices also rose in Canada, where the standard plan climbed to sixteen forty nine from fourteen ninety nine. The United States and Canada is Netflix's largest region, with seventy four million streaming customers as of September twenty twenty one. The region accounted for nearly 44% of the company's revenue in 2021's third quarter, which is equal to about $3.3 billion US dollars. I also read um, within that same article that apparently Netflix subscribers went up dramatically when Squid Game came out. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, still have not watched So, yeah. It. Oh, get on it, Steve. Now is nah, probably nah. a good time. When it's, it's the when dubbing. It's completely the irrelevant. Dubbing, uh, yeah. <laughs> The dubbing doesn't don't watch it with me. the don't watch it with the dubs, then watch it with subtitles. Yeah, you like to read, that's you like to read, you like to read. Um, you know, who's been in the news quite a lot recently is your favorite rapper. Oh, can you can you ask? Has he? Yeah, what is he doing Itch in the media? Gold digger. Yeah, I, I know Kanye, is he? They yeah. say he's bipolar, right? He's got some craziness um, going on. Well, hold on now, just because you're bipolar doesn't mean that you, you got craziness. Um, but I think he is crazy and I think he does have bipolar, <laughs> bipolar, bipolar yeah. dis- um, is it, did it say bipolar disorder? I'm not sure. Okay. I think we'll, so. We'll, That's what I've we'll, heard, but we'll, I don't, yeah. We'll take that up later on. But, um, yeah, he, um, I think things have, well, obviously we all know things have been going downhill for Kanye West for the last, we'll say yeah. turn of the century. You know, especially the fact, well, I don't know, is he still going to run for president? Yeah, Probably not. I don't think so. After his last failed, miserably, miserable attempt at, uh, at running for, for office. Yeah. Um, seems his his timing was a bit off, seems he yeah. very late. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he was in the news this week recently because he just he just knocked out a fan. What? Yeah, 3 a.m. in front of a warehouse. And he's come out saying uh, he's he was interviewed in... Uh, he basically came out saying like um, he had just finished in the studio and he's dealing with a lot right now. And basically when everyone basically seems to think that because Kim Kardashian is now dating Pete Davidson. Yeah. Which is, which is very strange. Yeah. Um, that, you know, he obviously is very upset or whatever. And 
Now he's dating this lady called Julia Fox, who played Adam Sandler's love interest in uh, the movie Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I don't yeah. think I haven't seen that movie. But so basically, yeah, he uh, he just uh, some fan came over to him or f- some fan was outside his car or something and uh, asked him for an autograph. And he just got out and just knocked him, knocked him clean onto the ground. And Kanye West came out and basically said that, oh, it wasn't a fan. It's one of these guys who gets autographs and then sells them for a profit or something like that, which I don't know if that's true. Probably not. Uh, Who would want Kanye West's autograph? I mean, like, (laughs) I don't know. If I met him on on the street, no, I'd want a photo with him. I wouldn't really want an autograph. I wouldn't even want a photo with him. But I tell you this, you got to have discipline when you're, you know, upper mm. Kanye West no. in the oh, yeah. spotlight because this guy's going to sue and he's going to get Well, let's be paid. honest. Has, has Kanye West had much composure over the last, like, again, 10 years? Not no, really. but just think. Just think if someone like that punched you in the face. Oh. Of the Like the settlement that you'd get. Oh. They're just loving oh. it. Oh, I'd go after him for millions. Yeah. Millions. Millions. Oh, yeah. Millions. Um, and then I'd still ask him for a picture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try and buy that into the lawsuit, but like he has to pose for and a smile, with me and, so, and smile. What a big, what a big check, a big settlement yeah, yeah. check. Yeah, that's right. Hold it like the. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Kanye West's new girlfriend, um, Julia Fox, she uh, seems to be a bit of an interesting character. She had. Um, She's like kind of what's the word? Um, she's into a lot of different things like art and stuff like that. And she once put on her own art exhibition titled Rest in Peace, Julia Fox, um, which was uh, basically like her own funeral, uh, the art show. And she used her own blood on some of the silk canvases at that art show. And she told the Huffington Post, uh, I wanted to show I wanted the show to be as authentic and as personal as possible. I extracted the blood with a syringe and used the syringe to paint on silk. It wasn't as bad as it seems. <laughs> seems seems, seems pretty bad. So, yeah. <laughs> seems so, pretty bad. Yeah, I don't, uh, so, I'm going to be the first to tell you I don't understand art, but I don't <laughs> think I'd be painting my face with my own blood. I like to think that I understand art because of photography and yep. stuff like that, but I don't, um, I, I, that I don't get yeah. that I really <laughs> don't get, but yeah. So, um, so that's been in the news and, uh, one of our, going back to one of our, uh, reoccurring topics here, um, the, uh, electric car manufacturer, Tesla, mm-hmm. as, as we always like to touch base. Um, I heard he's selling stock again. He's selling stock again, and they've started accepting cryptocurrency again for their cars. But they've been in the news in Canada recently because the Tesla Model Y and Model 3 have been having issues with their car heat pumps because of the cold weather. This article said that there's a major problem that could be life-threatening, so uh, this issue needs to be fixed as soon as possible. Transport Canada has put the cars under an issue assessment investigation, so not a recall as of yet. Um, the investigation is specifically related to Tesla's um, HVAC system and potential and potential problems with the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning in frigid weather. Well, 
heating, ventilation, and air conditioning is the HVAC system. Yeah. The government organization has yet to issue a recall. However, automakers must make Transport Canada aware of defects and potential safety concerns, and the information must be shared with all impacted owners. Thus far, the organization has received at least 16 complaints from Model 3 and Model Y owners in Canada. As we previously reported, reported the complaints pertain to lack of heat in extremely cold weather. Uh, Transport Canada is uh, working to figure out how exactly and what the issues are and whether or not they pose a real safety concern. However, at this point, according to a report by Tesla Ratty, the organization's primary concern is the fact that cars may not be able to appropriately clear the windshield for safe visibility. This is not only the ice or snow on the outside of windshield, but also the fog that collects while driving, uh, which can freeze and inhibit visibility. Tesla's heat pump is a relatively new feature on the Model 3 and Model Y that's supposed to help in cold weather, especially related to range. However, if the software isn't working correctly in the coldest weather, it needs to be updated immediately. So can you imagine, you know, you get your brand new Tesla, you're driving in Ontario and it's minus 40 outside and, you know. Now it's minus 40 inside, baby. (laughs) Heat stops working. Heat stops working. But what do you think batteries you I don't know you worked up north did your phone work outside my phone I'll be honest I be I, I don't think when I worked up there I don't think I had the smart touch glove so I was only ever using my phone when I was indoors what about you when you were oh. up in uh oh, up the, in Yellowknife? the cold weather that killed the phone iPhone right yep I actually remember a lot of people had this issue where the iPhone, you know, the, the way sometimes it just comes up, you know, the overheat, you know, you yeah. get the overheating during the summer and you can't get that screen or that screen to go away until like, I guess you put it in the proper conditions yeah. um, or get the phone inside or if yeah. you're in the heat into a colder spot. But with Android, that doesn't happen. It just powers on through, you know, I wonder how that is like an I, insulation I on the battery know. or something like that, maybe. Maybe, or else there's just no warning and they're just like, well, if it goes, it goes, you know, um, at least Apple kind of warns you, I guess. But, um, but yeah, that would suck. Um, I yeah. have to say, like, you know, I was, I was des- definitely a Tesla fanboy yeah. when, uh, when they came out. And I have to say, with more EVs coming on the market, my, uh, my want for one, you know, um, dwindles. I've, al- I've also heard that the uh, Tesla model that let's say probably in uh, our wheelhouse to purchase is uh, right, okay. not the model greatest three. quality, not the greatest quality I've heard. Really? Yeah. Really? Did you yeah. hear that from a particular coworker verse? Yes. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard it from other people, but like obviously like the, the one that Joe Rogan has and like people that have tons of money, like when right. you're buying like a sports car kind of model. It's right. very nice, but yeah, the lower models I find they're definitely a lower model. Yeah, I think like they use they use quality looking products that may not be yeah quality products. Put yeah. it that way. Um, just like how some developers in construction, mm. you know, mm-hmm. make it look nice and fancy on the outside, but you know what? We start peeling back those uh, those onion skins yeah. and uh, <laughs> is that right? No, not onion layers. That skins. Um, and you know, you never know what you might find. Um, Tesla were also in the news. Remember the Cybertruck? Remember yep. the Cybertruck? Yeah, did that they, ever come out? They, so it was revealed in 2019, Steve. Yeah. And it was supposed to be released in 2020. 
And then that got delayed till 2021. And guess what? It's reportedly uh, to be delayed until 2023 now. Nice. Apparently, Tesla want to tweak the vehicle to make it more competitive against the deluge of electric trucks being prepared by rival manufacturers. It seems um, that beating them to launch would have been the clearest path to victory. However, Tesla is lack, lacking in a lot of areas. Um, so I actually had a spot on the uh, Tesla Cybertruck list, I guess, to order yeah. one, which I canceled. I don't I don't even know why I jumped at it. Um, I didn't even... Cybertruck is cool, but it was never going to be a vehicle that I would drive around. Yeah, you don't um, look like a... Cyber truck kind of guy. Tesla uh, nah. car, a car, yes. That and that truck yeah. didn't look good, Shane. It didn't look good. It nah, looked like a weird it's, Honda it's, Avalanche. Nah. Yeah, and I think a lot, a lot of people were just kind of into it because it was Tesla and it was something new, oh, big and, time, you know, whatever. But you know what I did see on the road here the other day, and I was very, very surprised to see one was a Rivian RT1 pickup truck. Rivian are like. They're another publicly traded car manufacturer from the States. Um, apparently, they're going to be Tesla's biggest rival. They've been promising release of their um, of their two trucks um, for a couple of years now, but they've mm. really been like holding back and, you know, Getting refining it until. Exactly. And man, it's just like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's really, really nice. And when I saw it the other day, when I passed it, I couldn't believe it. And it looked fucking sick. It really sick. Yeah, it's a real, it does this cool thing as well. Not that you would ever need to use this probably, but um, it can literally spin on its own axis 360. I can't remember what they, what they call it, like the turtle crawl or whatever. Um, Yeah, it can yeah, it can spin on its own axis. But so the Cybertruck is delayed as well. So um, so yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, not really into um not really into the Teslas anymore. And like, you know, even the Ford F-150 Lightning, uh, I think it's it's either out or it's coming out, but that looks beautiful as well. Like I know it's just a it looks the same really as an F-150, a bit more refined, and um, you've got a frunk now and everything. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you, Steve, yesterday. We were at home since, right? And this is this is the issue I have. <laughs> you know, you you just said, you know, I didn't see, I don't see you in a, I know you don't see me in a cyber truck, but I drive a sedan, saloon, whatever you want to call it, mid-sized car. A saloon? PW. Yeah, I think is that the saloon? Is no, it? I isn't, think in Europe it might be referred to as a saloon car. As isn't well. a saloon a bar? Yeah, it is. Like in the in the old west. Yeah. Yeah, I just, what is a saloon car? The rear boot of a saloon is entirely separate from the cabin and sticks out the rear. I guess it's the same as a sedan. Sedan also came up here. I thought you drove a Jetta. Yeah, but I'm referring to the type of car. It's also not a Jetta. It's a GLA. Get it. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But uh, (laughs) no, a saloon and a sedan. Oh, it says right here. A sedan or a saloon is a passenger car in a three-box configuration with separate compartments for engine, passenger, and cargo. There we go, people. There what we go. car doesn't have a separate compartment for its engine? None. None. It's not, say- <laughs> it's not saying that. It's not saying that others don't. Well, well that's every car. Then you just call it a car. 
No, okay, okay, whatever. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be descriptive for the audience here, Steve. You know, if I just went, I drive a vehicle. You know, they're gonna be like, "What kind of vehicle do you drive?" I'm trying to paint, trying to paint the fucking picture. Anyway, regardless, we we're out yesterday, right? We we're out. We we're doing a bit of shopping, mm-hmm. and we're we're currently kind of remodeling our mm-hmm. our place a little bit, just kind of buying new pieces of furniture, you know, selling nice. some stuff. Um, yeah, it's nice. You know, we've been here, you know, uh, I think like four or five years now. So it's time to, you know, just yep. change things upgrade up. Upgrade a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, getting Dyson's and shit. We're yeah. fucking, you know, we're adult and fucking hurt. You're making it rain. Um, uh, I wouldn't say that. Um, I wish. I wish. <laughs> Vancouver's making a fucking rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, we go to HomeSense. Go to HomeSense. And uh, we pick out this like really nice kind of... Um, wooden hardwood dog crate for Shia because we're kind of like you know we have the steel kind of or wire kind of crate and it's not the most aesthetically pleasing thing it's also kind of you can fold it down for travel and stuff like that and it's like it's a bit of an eyesore um a lot of people i think keep their dog crates like in in the bedroom and stuff ours is kind of in a part of our living room whatever so anyway long story short we buy this aesthetically pleasing dog crate I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm going, fuck, it's, it looks like it might fit, but it also might not fit. So me and um, Chad from fucking HomeSense bring it outside. I don't know if his name is Chad. I'm just I, calling him Chad. Um, but uh, and we try and get it. And it was a ha- probably a quarter inch too big to fit into in, in the door of the oh, back door. Oh of the car and it wouldn't fit in the trunk because the opening width or the opening um, wasn't large enough, but it was deep enough. So we had to leave it there. Now be it, this is far away. So like I need a vehicle that has more cargo space. And I also, I'm also a dog owner now. So I'm merely, I'm just trying to justify a new purchase to you, Steve. What do you want an Um, SUV? I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, like a, a mid. I don't need an SUV. I need something just bigger than a sedan. I guess that's like maybe a crossover, or yeah. should I just go all out and just get a fucking mass mass fast truck, and you know, and an obnoxious attitude to go. Yeah, you're not a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that why you drive a small truck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm practical, and it's uh, cost efficient on the old gas. Pal. Yeah, your, your truck is really, no, your truck is really handy, but you know what I, the, actually clarify this about your truck. Can you recline? Do you have any reclining space? I I, I have small amount. <laughs> I, have, I have about a foot that I can recline. Okay. Yeah, not I feel good. like it's that not might be good. an issue for me because I'm tall. Because yeah, I'm tall but you can to, get, to back. one of the big things I made the mistake is I didn't get the, uh, the quad cap. Because you can mm. get like the small seats right. that fold down, which right. gives you about another like two feet back there. That would have right. been ideal. And then, and another thing, no, I know you don't you don't run into this too often. We wanted to get rid of our mattress um, because we we hung on to our old mattress just for a little bit of time because we got a new mattress and we didn't know it was yeah. a lot firmer. We didn't know if it was going to work out. Thankfully, it worked out. So we're like, hey, now it's time to get rid of this mattress. Now it's a king size, so it's mm-hmm. it's pretty large for you. Need your space. You need your space. No, I tell you this. This is what but you do, just, Shane. Yeah. This is what you do. Right. When you buy a new mattress, I assume right. they deliver it. Yes, they do. Yeah. You can also pay for removal. Clarification: In this instance, 
You cannot. If don't you buy, buy it, it at the store, then Shane, go to Sleep What's Country. That? Go to Sleep Country. Don't buy it at the store. Lots of people, like people in Vancouver condos and all that. Hey, take it with you. When I got my new washer and dryer, you think I want my old washer and dryer? You take it away. That's service, I completely pal. Agree that with is you. service. However, however, Stephen, we went with a mattress in a box. Which gets so shipped to it gets shipped to your door. It like it gets. Oh, you you like, bought it online, some online yeah. hoity toity thing, you didn't you? Yeah, hoity toity <laughs> thing. Um, I go to yeah, a I store know, like an old grumpy asshole. Oh, we bought a. I think it was Logan and Cove was the name. And uh, sounds it's a made box, up. Sounds box made up. or a mattress in a box. And uh, so yeah, so actually, I've heard those are really did. good. The mattress in a box things. I've heard they're, they're honestly. Mattress is a fucking game changer for the both of us. Like some morning, now the mattress we had was was um, you know, had it, it had surpassed its time, and you know it, it was given a little bit of sag kind of in the middle, and you know some mornings I'd wake up and my back and oh, just yeah. fucking aching because I guess you know like rather than being a firm surface in your back being straight all night, there's yep. a little sag and you're just you know out of position, and uh, honestly, firm mattress game changer. A couple of nights of just kind of, you know, getting interrupted sleep, getting used to it, but game changer. And anyway, you know what I did to get rid of the mattress? I called up 1-800 junk removal. Oh, yeah. Like $185 to get rid of just a mattress. Didn't matter if it was king size or whatever. I was like, fuck that. Went out to Facebook Marketplace. Guy in a truck. Came. 80 bucks. Gone. Nice. See ya. Thank you. Um, awesome guy. And he's like, give me a call anytime, man. I do this full time. I just have a truck. I go around and pick up people's garbage and I just bring it to the landfill. What an entrepreneur, like, man. That's sweet. Perfect. It's yeah. like fair play to him. He was super nice, professional, awesome. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I don't know how we got onto mattresses and whatnot. But, I don't um, know. I, oh, truck, trucks I don't, and needing space. Sorry. We go, down, we go down rabbit holes, pal. We, we do. do. But like, even my, my mom said to me, she was like, why don't you tie it down to the roof of your car? I was like, I can't. <laughs> That's something out of like, a comedy. Mattress is like three feet, like wider. <laughs> you imagine you'd be hanging right car. over your doors, <laughs> and, and be one of those people who like ties ties it down through yeah, the door, through, through so the can, window. Yeah, yeah, through the window. Um, but oh, um, God, do you have any more news? I've, yes, I've, I, I don't have, have any more news. I have one more thing I want to talk to you about, which is okay. kind of bring up some history between us, and then I have a good Ooh. fun facts. Because we're running okay. the hour here, pal. Awesome. Okay. Now, I don't know if you saw this in the news. I mean, you may have been away. Do you remember when you and I were following the car cable removal? Oh, from the Sea to Sky Gondola? Yeah. Remember that happened yeah. twice? Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that the Brights Lights train in Vancouver Stanley Park got canceled this year after the cables were stolen? What? What is that? The, the Bright Lights train? It's a, apparently a tour in Stanley Park that had, they decorate all the trees and it's on a little train okay. and you sit and you get popcorn. But it was canceled right. this year because the cables were stolen. Conspiracy? <sighs> Conspiracy? We'll have to Google cable supply shop. There's definitely right? somebody out there just stealing all the cables. Crazy, right? I couldn't believe that, that is, when I that saw it. That is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. But I guess, you know what? Like... Cop, copper somebody told me the other day copper is worth 300 is it three dollars fifty or 350 a pound i'm sure all these recycling materials are going just through the roof with all this uh covid stuff and like borders yeah, closing and transporting oh sorry sorry three dollars fifty a, what, a pound or what a pound that's, yeah oh that's not uh much. oh sorry wait no 
no, 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 no. 0.01, sorry, 0.01 of a pound of copper is $4.52. Oh, that's not very good. Um, no, it's not. I don't think so, you're, is it? You're, you're up to date with the, the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did I not tell you I'm a recycled connoisseur? <laughs> it says, yeah, yeah. This is, um, yeah, I'm getting varying, varying prices across the board. And the reason I know that is because um somewhere i know was broken into recently and they were trying to pull live live cables out of the wall um Good to get the copper yeah 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 things people will do um Stephen, before we get to your fun facts yes we're in 2022 now hopefully this year is going to be different we said it in 2021 we said yeah. it in 2020 i wanted to uh cnet um have put out their predictions for five ways the world will change in 2022 and i wanted to read a few off here oh too. okay interesting the pan the pandemic and fu- and the future of health covid19 largely caught the world by surprise when the world health organization declared the pandemic on march 11th of 2020 sorry not 2019 i mentioned 2019 mm-hmm. earlier three years so it's two years few of us suspected that it would lead to two years of shutdown social distancing and disruptions Things appeared to be normalizing in mid-2021, but then the Delta variant and later the Omicron variant touched off renewed shutdowns. Will 2022 be the year that COVID-19 transitions from a pandemic to an endemic? That's what we're all hoping, of course, and there's no going back to 2019. For example, expect more of the world to follow Asia's lead, where people have been wearing masks in public for years if they were sick, out of courtesy to other people around them or immune immunocompromised and healthcare will never be the same post-pandemic expect telehealth to become commonplace now that a lot more people have been exposed to using video calls for health visits and the COVID-19 vaccine will forever change the way vaccines are created it's not unusual for vaccines to take a decade to develop but these were created in 10 months using genetics and mRNA technology Mm -hmm. full circle This could prove to be one of the most important medical breakthroughs of the century. Okay, number two. I promise these aren't very long, guys. We'll we'll be through them here in five minutes. Hybrid work and the great resignation. Work and school were perhaps the most disrupted aspects of life during the pandemic. Sorry, Steve. No, I was just going to say that's coming. That is definitely coming. While schools largely return to in-person, work has been a far slower process. Many employees have decided that they prefer the work-life balance of remote work, and many have migrated to be closer to family or moved further away from city centers to have more space and fresh air, like Langley. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, many employers have become infatuated with the productivity gains of remote work and the ability to scale down their commercial real estate holdings for significant cost savings. The most surprising trend that's likely to continue to gain steam in 2022 is the Great Resignation. More people are quitting their jobs and reprioritizing their lives than ever before. In December, the U.S. Labor Department reported that the number of people quitting their job remains at record high levels. How could we go through something as jarring as the pandemic for the last two years and not be changed by it? The Great Resignation is just one example of how those changes are manifesting themselves. Number three, crypto, inflation, and what's next for your finances? Money and personal finance also remain in the midst of tectonic shifts. In November, inflation hit its highest level since 1982 at 6.8%. The inflation of real estate and cars will be closely watched in 2022 after eye-watering numbers in 2021. 
the stock market's bull run looks likely to continue with interest rates at such low levels, but its volatile swings are getting more pronounced. There's a big question about whether tech and other growth stocks have run out of steam or are getting ready for another run. Speaking of growth, cryptocurrencies have been breaking new highs and attracting more interest. The crypto exchange app Coinbase surpassed TikTok and YouTube to become the most downloaded app in Apple's app store a couple of times during 2021. Wow. Some view the world's most popular cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, as a hedge against inflation. Politicians, athletes, and others started taking their paychecks in Bitcoin in 2021. We'll see if your employer will offer you that option in 2022. I don't think so. No. Space travel, number four, space travel and the next internet. One of 2022's most dramatic developments is the new space race. China and Russia are collaborating on a future moon base, which is planned for 2030, as well as landing a robot on an asteroid in 2024. Not to be outdone, NASA announced its next 10 future astronauts in December with ambitions for a future moon mission. Private space companies, SpaceX, Blue Origin, and Virgin Galactic, all sent civilians into space in 2021, and they are all teasing the promise of a future of space tourism. Their ambitions will get bigger in 2022. This will be the year that SpaceX plans to put a Starship reusable rocket and space vehicle into flight for its first missions. Speaking about Starship, SpaceX CEO Elon Musk said, this is a profound, profound revolution in access to orbit. There's never been a fully reusable orbit launch vehicle. This is the holy grail of space technology. It is the fundamental breakthrough that is necessary for humanity to become a spacefaring civilization. Meanwhile, SpaceX, Starlink, and Blue Origin and Amazon's Project Cooper will launch thousands of low-orbit satellites into the atmosphere in 2022. Their mission to bring fast, reliable broadband internet at a reasonable price to every corner of the planet is a welcome advance. But the side effect is tons of space debris that could disrupt astronomers' telescopes, collide, and spacecraft and create massive amounts of space junk. Apparently, they've never watched a movie WALL-E. Mm-hmm. All stuff that we've previously talked about. I would like to say yep. beards have probably predicted yep. all of this. Innovative. Shit. We're innovative. Yep. yep. <laughs> Number five, last one. The EV has arrived and it means business. Electric vehicles or EVs are poised for a huge year in 2022 after a number of breakthroughs in 2021, including the Tesla Model 3 becoming the best-selling vehicle in Europe in September. The writing is on the wall for fossil fuel burning vehicles. The US will discontinue purchases of gas-powered vehicles by 2035. The UK will do so by 2030, and a broader coalition of countries have set 2040 as a global date for ending fossil fuel vehicles. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that is crazy. Musk, also the CEO of Tesla, predicted that the Tesla Model Y compact SUV will become the best-selling vehicle worldwide in terms of revenue in 2022, beating out the Ford F-150 pickup and the Toyota Corolla compact. But the biggest EV story of 22 is likely to be the transition of trucks with the Chevy Silverado EV, the Ford F-150 Lightning, Tesla Cybertruck, and the Rivian dominating the headlines. Consumers should also keep in mind that gas powered ve- that the gas-powered vehicles you buy today could have its resale value drop steeply in the years ahead as demand plummets because of people transitioning away from old combustion engine technology to EVs. The future. 
The changes sweeping across the planet will not slow down in 2022. Even the COVID-19 pandemic finally as the COVID-19 pandemic finally recedes to become endemic beyond the five themes mentioned above. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. That part's not relevant. I just kept reading. <laughs> yeah. That part's not relevant. So yeah. So there are the five predictions from CNET for 2022. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So and with that, why don't you hit us? Hit us fun, with that. Fun facts time. With Stephen, fun facts time. Fun facts. Boop, what are we, ta- what are we okay. talking about today? Uh, cannibalism. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about cannabis. Nope. Okay. Cannibalism. Canna- okay. That's All right. okay. All right. In 2008, a group of illegal Dominican immigrants en route to Puerto Rico resorted to cannibalism after they were lost at sea for over two weeks. This is recent, you said? Yep. Well, 2008. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And in the book here, it says, no one thought to pack a fishing rod. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, like, did they really think that they were, like, did they think yeah. that they were going to be stranded for two weeks? Two weeks and you decide to eat each other? Doesn't <laughs> seem very long. Doesn't Actually, seem very long. Wouldn't you think that, like, a fishing rod would be part of, like, an emergency kit on any boat? Especially in the oceans in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I know, but, like, you know what? What would happen if you're out in the middle of the ocean in Puerto Rico and you're like, okay, I'm going to use the emergency fishing rod here to get myself a, a meal, and you put, like, some, you know, you use this dried freeze-dried bait probably you know you put it on the rod and you stick it in the water and next thing i don't know like a fucking giant shark a marlin just (laughs) just fucking just comes out of the water and it's like chomp and you're just like um okay now i'm left with nothing and i don't have a fish and i'm gonna get eaten by a shark then you're gonna start eating your buddy's calf calf muscle in your mouth what was the what was the fun fact about what was the fun where was the fun they were immigrants looking for a better life. Is that fun? <laughs> it's got to be something. Well, it doesn't sound like it was a very fun ending. <laughs> okay, well, in saying that, Fun Facts is done for this episode. We're out. We're out. 2022. All right. So, let's be having you. Good to see you, Shane. Good to see you, Steve. Have a great one. You too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for coming out. Bye.